nasty, got me acting brand new. Bitches acting like they running shit, they really ran through. Woo! Let's go, flames. Bitch, the sun status shenanigans. Hot big Johns. shenanigans baby sip stir time so grab your yet grab your throne and tell them that your girl hot d johns is on and it's time to sip and stir on these shenanigans it's so much shenanigans going on y'all it, it, it's gonna be top loaded it's, it's, it's top loaded it's an explosion and once again so let me put on my friend Barty and that girl lotto let's go I feel like shouting low Laughing to the pain, but shit is not a joke. Say she got a pop, imaginary smoke. Bitches said it's up, then put it on the floor. I don't know what y'all been told. Let your man know if you don't, what's happening in <laughs> Ribbon on me, I've been acting brand new. I ain't smoking on no silo, bitch. I'm smoking on you. Put your bestie in the back, and now I'm smoking her too. Yeah, so many chains on. I can't even see my throat. These hoes don't do enough. That's why I always do the most. That's why I always do the most. Let me pop it off. Pour me to the biggest love. Baby girl, come top it off. She says she won't like me because she love me. Duh, knock it off. That bitch made some pages just to suck me, but I block them off. All these hoes is mid. Got her lurking on my bitch before she feed her kids. Shitting on these bitches, ducking on their heads. Get these hoes some melatonin, put their ass to bed. Night, night. I'm sexy dancing in the house. I feel like Britney Spears. So put it on the floor, just like their career. What they got on me, bodies in a couple years. I done done it all. Feel like shouting low. Lesson to the bank. <laughs> shit is not a joke. Say she got a pop. Imaginary smoke. Bitch, you said it's up. Then put it on the floor. Hey, yo. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to the Hot D Jobs Experience Show. This is your host, Kiwi305 and 954 for show, aka Hot D Johns. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's your first time listening to the podcast. We welcome you into the barbecue, but not just the barbecue. We welcome you to the flamely baby. Why? Because I am your girl, Hot D Johns, and you keep me lit. And as we always say around these parts, I stay 10 toes down in this shit. That's why you rock with it. You feel me? <laughs> Can we be clear? Can we be clear that Barty is going to be the hottest this year? Can we be clear? 
can we be clear i really 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 was waiting on this remix i knew it was coming she had to jump on it and i mean like some of the lines that she dropped in this damn if you don't know you don't know but what you got on her except some bodies and some years you feel me like come on shots fire but that's okay you know a lot of y'all can walk around with bulletproof vests on so you don't really feel you feel like a little thump in your chest you ain't really get the full effect of the bullet piercing through your body like a 12 gauge shotty one more time oh shout out to you Tupac yesterday we did an amazing show if you didn't get a chance to listen to it listen to our return to fun fluff and fridays where we did adult dedication to the poet the thespian the rapper that dude Tupac Amari Shakur so if you didn't get a chance to listen to it we had a loaded show make sure that you check it out we fluffed up a lot of people and a lot of topics and we had fun doing it so make sure that you check out the episode fun the return to fun fluff and Fridays it was definitely the extendo clip it was a, a hour and a half of good fun and fluffing up of topics and under the radar news again if this is your first time listening to the show don't worry about it go ahead and click that like button click to to subscribe and also share it to your friends your frenemies your family okay and make sure that they get to experience the hot me johns they, they, they need to come over to the hot d johns experience show it's your experience it's our experience it's the hot d johns experience baby and i love experiencing with you make sure that you follow your girl on all platforms you know uh facebook youtube instagram twitter y'all know how it goes h-o-t-d-j-o-h-n-s okay because we are the best you dig <laughs> now tonight is our saturday shenanigans shout out to my cali dallas i know over there it's about 7 49 about 10 minutes to 8 over here on the east coast i know y'all getting ready to go to the club nobody don't go to the club till about 11 12 o'clock so you're catching it right on time this is your pre-game show to the show for those of you who are still going out to the club and on sips and stir saturdays we sip and stir on some shenanigans that's going on with hot topics and under the radar news okay so again we have another loaded episode so y'all put that seatbelt on because we about to sip and stir on some things um we're gonna get ready to jump right on into this you heard the little remix you heard lotto big lotto big lotto big lotto okay and we're gonna start with her there's been some tension that people are trying to cause um and some with some shenanigans that's going on and it's due to lotto's remix of put it on the flow um if you didn't know if you didn't pay attention if you ain't heard um she did release a video to the put it on the flow um song and what happened was when she released the video a lot of people were saying wow you you know you got flaw jay johnson who attends um who attends f excuse me who attends lsu and they noticed that she was not in the video now a lot of people be like okay so what's the big idea but what the thing is I think it's because if those of you who didn't get a chance or you never um, watched the show, The Rap Game, you would not have known that she was actually in The Rap Game, which with along with um, 
with Lotto. So a lot of people are saying, you know, this was kind of a dig. You know, why wouldn't she have had her in the show if she had not, you know, if she since she because she goes, she's okay, first of all, let me let me break it down real quick. Flaude was on the show as a rapper. She was in the competition with her. I don't think that they had any beef. I know it was one other little girl that was in the, the rap game with her that um they didn't get along too good. I think it was the little Peaches girl, the one out of Atlanta. And now that she did, you know, and she also did her like a little remix of the song that went viral, okay? And I was trying to see if I could get a soundbite of that. If I can't, then I'll definitely get it for you guys for our next episode. But in any event, she was in the video. I mean, she did the, a, a remix of it. And a lot of people are saying that basically this was shade. You know, they love to use that term shade. And they don't understand why she wouldn't have put her in a video. She put in Angela Reese. Now, the reason I put it on like a quick little sip and stir shenanigans and then we're going to move it on along is because, I, you know, and this is no dig at uh, Flage or anyone, but I think that they went with Angel Reese because of the situation that happened with Angel Reese and the young lady that was, um, I think her name was Caitlin. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, I did a episode on that called the Bayou Barbie edition. So make sure you check that out. And in that we, we talked about it, but let's see what Flaudre had to say. Big moment for women's basketball, but at the same time, I was like, you know what I'm saying? Why, why would you put me in it? Like, it just makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I did the remix, you know what I'm saying? It went viral, you know what I'm saying? I'm a rapper. I go to LSU, you know what I'm saying? We got rap game history, you know what I'm saying? So that that situation, I feel like it was a little weird, but you think maybe y'all should have a maybe you should talk to her about it, maybe, or uh, you just you ain't worried about it. No, I ain't tripping off because like it it shed light on like women's basketball, you know what I'm saying? Like that really just bridged a gap in the culture, like you know what I'm saying? Like it made women's basketball and LSU basketball go to another level, but. I feel like they ain't like, you know what I'm saying? If we was, you know what I'm saying? It should have okay. been like that, but. Now, um, I kind of kind of agree with Flaw J because like I said, don't know of them having any kind of beef. Flaw J did. She is a rapper. She does attend LSU. I guess in her mind, you know, that was some shenanigans, you know, sit the sir. But I think that management and everybody and, and pop culture, y'all guilty. Oh, who was this girl that she got in, in the video or whatever? For those of you who have never seen the rap game or did not watch the rap game or had not heard of her in the rap game, then y'all would have been, you know, probably saying why she didn't have Angel Reese in there. So it would have been some type of shenanigans either way. And I believe that they had Angel Reese because she was so um, vocal and viral and because of the moment when she did the John Cena move that the girl had been doing all year. You get it? So I think she went with the one that had the most, attention from LSU in regards to it. So I don't think, I think it's some shenanigans. I really don't think it was no beef. I don't think it was nothing against Fly J, to be honest. I I'm, I really do believe that it was just an optics thing. Like everybody knows Angel Reese, no offense to you, Fly J. I really feel like that's the reason she went with it. So, you know, y'all take it how y'all want. So I, I, I you know, love Fly J too. I was a big, big fan of the rap game and i am familiar with her and she does have some skills so and she did do a remix of it so i get it so it was kind of weird so y'all check that out do you think it was some shenanigans going on you're gonna put a question at the end of this and y'all let me know 
Let me know if you felt like it was a shenanigans going on with that and the reason she did not put Flaw J in. Was it some kind of secret diss or whatever? So you let me know. You know, Lotto's my girl around here, but shenanigans and shenanigans. So let's sip the stir on that and move on to the next topic. <laughs> now, I want to go to a little quick topic. And this topic is Hazel E. Y'all know Hazel E gonna always come out and give us one and help us and have some fun. She always come out with some stuff. She a colorist, comment. Um, she go and get free BBLs and damn that die and then come back and say people cheating on her. They, I mean, um, picking on her. Then she goes and she uh, post up her mama dry ass macaroni and get mad because people talk about is that cornbread? <laughs> <Let me> start. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out what is her next move. Well, as you all know, as some of you might not know, she did used to be on Love and Hip Hop. Um, I think it was the L.A. And um, she was on there with Tia Marie, and her and Tia Marie were both messing around with Hitmaker, okay? The little, little munchkin or whatever that wrote all the little songs and stuff everybody wrote for Wayne and all these other little people, whatever. So now she has come back to life, and she's back, and they're interviewing her, and she has stated again about Hitmaker having a shrimp manhood, Okay. Saying that he is fun size. I'm gonna see if I can pull up her audio. Hit no. Like what happened? Young Bird was shrimp. That was fun size. Wait, who's Young Bird? Hitmaker. We know that that's little pinky. That's that's the coin term fun size. He's fun size. As you hear, Where they are playing the Jeopardy music. Oh, oh, you're right. Hitmaker. And tell me, tell me, I'm capping because I know you're mad. <laughs> Now, here's the deal. She pulls out, they give her a measuring tape, and she pulls it out, and it looked like it stopped at maybe about four inches. Okay, sit the stuff. All right, here's the deal. You already got Sukiyami out here saying five is good for her and saying bigger than that. You know, you know, some people rather be tickled than stabbed. You feel me? But uh, sit the stuff. <laughs> here's the shenanigans with that. Hazel E was a whole open ass on that show over hit making young bird thinking that everybody want him everybody want to be with him she's like you gonna marry me and she be laying up dressing her little negligee all on the show and i get it y'all gonna say oh but you know kiwi you know hot d that those shows are scripted that shit wasn't scripted she was really feeling him and then masika ended up being with him she wanted to fight her throwing drinks and all of this now if he was a shrimp uh, manhood. We're going to try to keep it as clean as possible. This is a Saturday shenanigans, so do understand we might get explicit over here. We are sipping and stirring, so it might get a little explicit. So we, we are grown over here, okay? That's why we go on this lake, because this is for the grown folk, okay? So that being said, if his ass had a shrimp, then that means you must have been the cocktail. Sip the stuff. <laughs> if he has a shrimp, then you must be the cocktail, then. Because every time we turned around, you was around here on this TV fighting and crying over young bird, and I can't believe it. And he said we we're gonna be together. How can you do this to me? And I gave you all my gifts. Okay, and he was younger than you, and he was shorter than you. Masika was on there throwing shit and, and, and showing off and being bossy. Then he turned around beating her down in the hotel, and she told y'all about that. How you know she was ashamed of that, and she wished she would have never been bothered. So, Hazelie, we're sipping the stern. Those are some damn shenanigans. We don't believe you. You need more people. You was hard down in love, deep in love with that thug you feel me with the shrimp and your ass with the cocktail okay <laughs> sip and stir that's what i'm talking about sip and stir all right moving on <laughs> i 
I could believe that. Moving on to another Love & Hip Hop alum, and we may as well um, get this on out the way, because I think this one is dumb. Miss Sydney Starr, and I am saying it right because that's how you are addressed. Sydney Starr is a famous transgender who's been out here trying to make music, been on reality TV, yada, yada, yada. Okay, always, you know, she's always putting up little videos showing off her, her newest BBL or whatever and showing and talking about how she's the realest out of all of the girls. G-W-O-R-L-S, quote, air quotes. Okay, she recently came out and said that a man who dates her is not and should not be considered gay. Okay. So I'm going to see if I can pull up some of her, a little bit of her audio, and then we're going to sip and stir on these damn shenanigans, okay? So Sydney Starr, transgender, says that a man is not gay if he dates her. Let's go. Let's see if I can find this audio. I'll be completely honest. Any man that is straight and sometimes deals with a trans woman is also considered straight because... Look at me. I mean, I'm from the neck to eye. I just look like a cute girl, right? True. So, very true. If that's what the man she is, is cute. seeing, he's not seeing a man. He's not seeing a guy. He's not seeing a male. He's seeing a female. So, if he's attracted to me, that makes him attracted to femininity. So, he likes breasts. He likes soft skin because my skin is soft as butter, baby. So it, it, it's, it's nothing gay about that. Nothing gay about liking me. So I'm going to say, yes, he is still straight, sister. So if he cheats on you with a trans woman, he's not gay. Now, here's my thing. And I'm going to be very transparent and honest. As you all know, I've had same-sex lovers on here on the show. They have even co-hosted the show. Shout out to Cassius Peterson, KP, who has had her statements that she has made as well about you know, LGBT, LGBTQ, um, IA community and about trans. And here is my thing about that. She said to the naked eye. She did not say to the naked penis. Okay. We've even had Kevin Gates come out, uh, a trans come out in, in so, so-called out. If there's not a such term as out, then you will have me on that. But these are some damn shenanigans. Sip and stir. And this is why we sip and stir on these. And this is some shenanigans. A lot of times you will have trans girls that will come out and out a straight man. Out means to bring him out to, to expose, if you will, him to the public, to to on social media. Oh, well, you didn't tell that you have been with me. And, oh, you're on here because they start feeling away when he does move on with a, as you call it, a cis or I call it natural born woman. Okay. Same thing you have your term but the term is natural born woman we were born with the vagina we were born with the breast we were born with the the hormones we were born with estrogen and all that we were born with it have periods all that stuff because you would never have that that's being said a natural woman but you guys will get on there and so-called out a man a straight man if he's been with you and he cheats on you or something goes on so those are some damn shenanigans. If you're going to say, yes, maybe she does feel like this. And you've had this um, sentiment that I'm that I'm sharing, my own personal opinion. I've heard trans that's had this same opinion by the name of Flame Monroe. Shout out to Flame Monroe, who has said it point blank, period. 
No, we're not women, but we, yes, we are transgender. We are trans women. No, we cannot compare ourselves to a natural woman because they have, you know, their issues or what they go through as a natural woman. And then we have ours. So that being said, I, I just wanted to state that these are some shenanigans, Sydney. These are some damn shenanigans. Don't tell anyone. And you, because like I said, you said to the naked eye, once the clothes come off, he know what it is. And even if you do, I know it's easier to make a hold than this to make a pole. So for all, for all purposes, yes, everything looks like a woman. But what if you are a transgender that has not changed anything below the waist? Like a Caitlyn, Jen, a Caitlyn Jenner who still has their male parts. And let's be clear, if you stop taking your, your medicine, your hormones, trust me, baby, you'll be talking like Barry, a bear be coming up on your face, and that thing gonna stop you chewing out because, you know, to have us a nice little science class, oh my God, everybody wants to start trying to reach out to me now. We, um, not to have a nice little science class and biology class, we do know that the scrotum, if it's split, if it comes with, y'all do, um, and you do know that ovaries, if they drop, they're considered testicles. Y'all do know that. that. I don't want to stop. This is sip and stir. Because I know I got y'all sipping and stirring out there on your little yag and your trone and your little drinks that you, you're sipping on while we, we doing this. But I just want to put that out there. Let's, let's be clear. So I think it's a bunch of shenanigans. You know, that's and, and I'm not going to undercut her opinion. She feels like if a guy has been with her because she looks so feminine, look feminine and being a woman is two different things okay so this is a man shenanigans Sydney we don't believe you need more people if he over there after the fact after the naked eye when he goes to the naked body and he's still there and he knows that you're trans then we know who that dude is that's what it is okay let's finish that <laughs> moving on before we conclude on one more topic before we start go to our first break we're going to talk about the man that is suing BET for $2 million. Can we, can we sip a stir? Get some national shenanigans. Y'all like, what we sip a stir on? Just hold on. Just sip a stir. Take, you know, take a sip. A man is suing BET for $2 million for false advertising for promoting the Amber Rose and Jocelyn fight on the series College Hill and then decided not to air it. So this gentleman has decided. Now, this is the deal. College Hill, which I hate that they did, is they rolled it back out with celebrities going like they're going back to college and turned into a whole different than, uh, show than the original premise was, which was actually following black college students. You need to get back to the original. And now that Tyler, we talked about the last time. Congratulations again to Tyler Perry, who is now the owner of BET and VH1, bought outright. Okay, he is now the owner of BET. Hopefully, Tyler would get his hands on it and get some of those Clark Atlanta, Morehouse Spellman. Let's get um Georgia University. Let's, you know, even over here, get some out of Florida, get some out of all the states, Alabama State, um, Grambling, uh, Howard. Let's get some HBCUs together, grab some of those kids from each, like each. Y'all remember I said this. So Tyler, give me a shout out if you decide to do this, do it like this. From each region, HBOs out of each region, get those kids, each HBCUs, I mean. Get those kids, put them on the show, and let's follow them. Put them in the little dorm rooms and follow them. Like it was, the original College Hill was the bomb, and I just do not like this new way of doing College Hill. But anyway, they have the celebrities that come in there, and you had for this um, season, they were promoting it. You had New York, 
um, from uh, I Love New Yorker, from Flavor of Love. You had Jocelyn. You had um, Iman Shumpert, Love Iman. Um, you had Amber Rose, okay? And these, all the celebrities are in there and they go going to class and all this good stuff. Well, they had started promoting the show and they promoted that coming up during the season, there was, there was a fight that happened between New York, I mean, I'm sorry, Amber Rose and Jocelyn. They also had promoted New York and Jocelyn arguing because Jocelyn got upset that New York was calling her dog her baby and all that good stuff. So she thought going because she really thought she had lost her daughter when it was her dog and all this kind of shit. But they decided after some backlash or whatever the case may be that they were not going to air the fight. Okay. So now law graduate James Camper claims that the only reason that he subscribed to BET Plus on an online subscription service was to watch the particular show after being drawn in from the show's spicy trailer and other promotions. As mentioned, BET decided midway into the season that they wouldn't show the fight between Amber and Jocelyn out of respect for all parties. And I remember them saying out of respect for HBCUs and colleges or whatever. James claims he was deceived by BET, claiming the company knew they weren't going to show the fight and that they made a profit off of it. And in the end, the amount of people tuning into the series and the people that are subscribed solely for that show. So he wants a $2 million settlement from the company for false advertising. Okay, it's important to note that along with BET Paramount Global and the production company, This Way Out um, and This Way Out Media LLC are listed in the suit as well. So he covered all parts, you, BET, the, the media company, the whole damn umbrella, okay? Now, here's the shenanigans of that. Niggas, you, and they have... Posted up real receipts, real court receipts. Here's a part of the trailer. Now, what they did on the show is they show a little bit of, they show the beginning of the fight and then they put up a, a disclaimer and said out of respect for the participants involved, we're not going to, you know, we've cut it. We're not going to air the entire fight. So he feels like his little $5.99 that he had not paid probably for just that month that he's due $2 million for false advertisement. Unless this is a class action lawsuit, Mr. Law Graduate James Camper, this is some damn shenanigans. Sit sir. These are some shenanigans. Unless you're going to contact every damn, you're going to put out a lawsuit like um, Camp Levine and you're going to put you out a, a lawsuit that is a lawsuit that is including all a class action. That means everybody who has said, I, I just joined and I only joined to watch College Hill. I only joined because of the trailer. If you can get those people in so they can get part of this $2 million, then I say kudos. But this is just for your ass to pay off them damn law, um, baby, them, 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 law loan, them loans you done got, them student loans. I suggest you contact Joe Biden and the, the, the state of education Okay, the education, the secretary of education, and get that shit written off. Hello, somebody, sit the stage. Two million dollars is ridiculous. I'm sure he's gonna get some type of settlement because it is, to me, a degree of false advertisement. At the end of the day, I think the two million dollar ticket is a little enough and a little rough. Okay, so we don't believe you need more people. You're not traumatized, niggas. Go ahead and cancel that shit unless you sign something that said you had to keep it for a year or two years. Go ahead, 
count, you know, counting on joy and let them get them $9,999 back unless this is a class action lawsuit, which I have not seen anywhere where it's a class action lawsuit, unless people are going to join after. Me personally, I thought about it and I'm like, nah, I haven't gone to BT Plus yet because I, and I don't want, I don't want to say why because it'll mess me up. So, <laughs> ow, y'all see that? That's why I try to tell Boosie Badass. You can't catch this fish because my mouth ain't going to be open. You jig me? <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll follow it and see what happens. I don't know if it's going to, you know, amount to anything, but we'll check it out and see. Okay? Now, that concludes the first half or the first part, I should say, of our Sip and Stir Saturday shenanigans. Now, she is going to get a little deep after this. It's, it's, it's been some real deep shenanigans going on, okay? Some of these topics I might say for um for Monday Night Madness because some of these going to get a little deep. And I know y'all going out to the club, but I want to try to keep it jovial. But it might be one or two deep topics here and there that we might discuss. But on the other side, we're going to keep on riding and sipping and stirring on some shenanigans. We're going to be talking about Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. Told y'all we're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about the United Airlines uh, making 2000 extra a week for weed. Huh? So grab you another drink, grab you another Joe and tell them to come and listen to the Hot D. Johns Experience Show. Right out. We'll be back. Come on back. Grab a drink of snack. <laughs> Y'all know I gotta represent for the crib one time for your girl I candy. I've been promising y'all this hit. It's time to get into this shit. We are back on the other side. Let's get it. Sip and stir Saturday shenanigans. Let's go, Candy. Brower. Nine five four for show ho. shenanigans your girl hot d johnson hot d johnson experience show welcome welcome back hope that you have gotten that drink and gotten that snack this is your official pre-game show to the club on saturday night so make sure that y'all checking us out on spotify and apple Podcasts and all your favorite podcasts on your way out all right so we left off 
uh, talking about some things. If y'all didn't get a chance, if you just jumping on in, make sure that you check the beginning. Okay, my friend. <laughs> and we moving on. Okay. First half was very good, very explosive. And um, we ended on some some good a good little topic. We talked about Hazel Lee. We talked about Sydney Star. We ended up talking about the BET lawsuit. So now it's time for us to get into some more shenanigans, okay? And um, like I told y'all at the beginning of the show, it's been a bunch of shenanigans going on out here in these streets, and I'm here to bring it to you, baby. Uh, that's what we do, okay? So let's move on along. <sighs> I want to see where I want to get started at. I want to get started with let me see because i want to save some of our stuff for last but let, let, let's get started on um these colleges you know it's been some some since we ended up talking about college here this will be a perfect segue that was a perfect segue into our next couple of topics now you know there's some universities out here that supposed to be top universities and they're supposed to be the greatest and that's what you send your kids but there's some damn shenanigans going on out here at these schools that's charging all of this money, and especially out to the Howards and I mean I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Howard, sorry, the Harvards and the Penn States. I ain't been sipping that much, y'all. Just a little bit. You know, I'm on a cleanse, so I'm over here. Yo, okay. <laughs> so apparently, Harvard University, there have been six people indicted. After the manager of Harvard Medical School, Moore, was alleged to have stolen and sold human remains on the black market. Can we can we sip this stuff real quick? This is Harvard. Harvard. Ivy League. Those niggas are all around. So we're spending all you spend all your money to come in for the top select education. It's better off you send your child to a trade school and count it on joy, okay? Because these colleges are losing their damn mind. All right? Now, Harvard Medical Schools Moore is accused of letting or of i can't even read this shit. <laughs> letting buyers come into the morgue to pick out human remains that they wanted to buy okay and per the report a group of people were reportedly caught stealing and selling human remains from harvard's morgue the group of indicted individuals includes the morgue's manager his wife and a list of others. Them list of others probably some friends, some dumbass friends that they enlisted in. We're going to be getting into friends, how many of us have them, okay? We're going to be getting into that. This whole type. The scheme, which Todd made with the bullshit. I <laughs> <Sip and stir. laughs> The scheme, which was started in 2018, reportedly involved the manager allowing buyers to come into the morgue to pick what remains they wanted for and um, stealing parts of donated cadavers like brains, skin, and bones, and taking them to his home in New Hampshire and shipping them to buyers through the mail. Now, y'all won't let a sister get an ounce through the mail, but this motherfucker was around here putting whole body parts through the mail. A niggas can't get their trees through, through the mail. But you can send cadaver bones, brain, skin through the mail. Okay. Now, six people were charged with transporting stolen goods across state lines. 
and if convicted, they face up to 15 years in prison. The Dean of Medical Education at Harvard Medical School, Edward Hundert, says they are appalled to learn that something this disturbing could happen on our campus. We can't believe that the white people are going crazy. Sip and stir. <laughs> Sip and stir. The white people with the shenanigans is losing their damn mind. <laughs> Harvard, Ivy League with their fake accents are losing their fucking minds. <laughs> We can't believe it. Well, guess what? It's the shenanigans of it all. These are some sickos, and there's been a lot of sickos in y'all colleges for a mighty long time. It's just that you have the money to cover up the sickos and escort their ass out quietly and privately so that you can keep a good report. You can keep a good view. You can keep a good image. Because remember, despite commercial images, everything. Images, everything. Who y'all think came up with that shit? The people that was covering up their damn image. Can we talk about it? Can we skip the start? So, my thing is, what the hell were they doing with people's brains and bones and skin? And this is why, and I don't want to discourage anyone who is an organ donor or anything, so let me put this disclaimer out. This is my opinion, the opinion of Kiwi305, not by Focus Show, a.k.a. Hotney Johns. This is my opinion. This is not the opinion of any platforms that my podcast is, uh, is on. This is me, okay, the proprietor and originator of this podcast it's mine okay this is why i've always been concerned about organ donorship and um donating your cadaver for scientific research and i do understand that that is very important um for them to be able to come up with cures for certain diseases because you can use the cadavers to do certain and i know it's you know my um daughter-in-law right now is recently is, is currently in medical school you know i get it i went to medical school i get it okay i was in you know i started off on the clinical side you know i told my story here again we'll tell again soon because we almost did 100 episode so trust me we're gonna be getting down but i get it i get the whole premise of why they are but this is what's gonna happen now People are going to now look at you and say, you know what? Why am I doing this if this is not for the good of humanity? If this is not for the good of me helping them to come up with cures for certain things, then what was the point of me donating my cadaver or donating my eyes or donating my my heart and stuff like that? So this could have a very negative impact on scientific research, medical research, and everything. So... You know, no joking aside, we we can say these are some damn shenanigans. But at the end of the day, it's time for these motherfuckers to pay. And I I think that at this point, yes, they should be they should be um, prosecuted to the highest extent of the law. Okay, so that being said, we gonna we gonna move on. But I thought that was some damn shenanigans. I'm like, what the hell is going on with these peoples? All right, now I'm gonna see if I can find this other one. And then we'll get back into some fun stuff while we on this college theme. Recently, there was a professor from Penn State. Okay, get ready because there's some sick shenanigans right here. And then we'll, we'll get back into some fun. That was arrested after performing sexual acts with his dog to blow off steam. Sip and stir on that bullshit. Sip, stir, gulp, whatever you got to do, throw up. Whatever you got to do. This is some bullshit. From Penn State. Yes. 
Sandusky, Penn State. Yes, Sandusky, who was around here, messing with people, kids from the, the shores of Florida all the way up to damn Penn State, fucking with people, um, sons in, in, in the showers and all this bullshit in baseball teams and all yeah that motherfucker that Penn State that covered that bastard up for years and years and years until somebody finally got him and they still was trying to cover up for him and then they had to get rid of the dean on down because it was such a big cover up for that bastard who is now if he hasn't died yet is 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 in jail for the in prison for the rest of his nasty perverse ass days so now you got another perverse bastard that is in Penn State we're gonna sip and stir and I should have fucked their ass up last night. Should have been on phone from the damn hi- the hiring process. Who the hell is at HR? Simple sir. Who the hell is working at HR at Penn State that's um hiring these coaches, these professors? What is your vetting process for these bastards? Simple sir. What's the vetting process? What is the requirements for you to work at Penn State to be a perv? It rides with the P. If you're a perv, come to Penn State. Like I, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. That being said, um, Themis Masukas, and this is this bastard's name, okay? Themis Masukas, award-winning Penn State chemical engineering professor, was charged this week after he was caught performing sexual acts with his dog. A state forest trail camera caught the 64-year-old naked from the waist down, leaving on his socks and shoes committing the acts with his colleague. The professor has been placed on leave from the institution and was charged with open lewdness, indecent exposure, and sexual intercourse with an animal, misdemeanors, and a lump sum of charges of cruelty to animals and disorderly conduct. Now, me being a fur baby mom, me being a dog mom or whatever you want to call it, even if I wasn't an owner of a dog, I will be busting this bastard's ass. Sip and stir on this damn shenanigans. And the shenanigans is just what I just said. We're sipping and stirring the shenanigans of fucking HR. Why is he on a leave and you don't leave his ass alone? They didn't say whether it was a paid leave or unpaid leave. It don't matter, and I don't care if you're going to say, oh, well, he has a mental issue, he's sick, and the bastard's response was, he did it to blow off steam. Well, I know a lot of niggas that can blow off steam. Jump your ass in a steamy-ass shower, grab your hand, grab your piece, and go to work, bitch. Are you serious? The dog? The dog? The dog don't need you or no motherfucking steam. This is utterly disgusting. Penn State, you are on notice, because we are really getting tired of hearing these stories about y'all ass. We are now, the Hotly John Experience, we are asking that a full investigation goes into your university altogether from top to bottom at this point. It started with the churn and now it's moving on to the animals. So you started with the purrs and with the kids and now it's bestiality. What's next? What's next? Penn State, you're on notice. And I'm telling all the parents out here, before you let your child go to Penn State, I think you better take a look. I said what I meant. I said what I meant. You need to look elsewhere, especially if it's a chemistry major or any kind of major at this point, because it's always something perverse going on at damn Penn State. I said what I meant. Sip and stir and let's move damn on. Okay, let's move it on. Let's move it on because I'm going to get really, really, really. Okay, and that's going to mess up the whole vibe and I don't want to mess up the vibe. But so we will definitely follow 
that story and make sure that bastard is and you know in the sad part of it it's going to go away it's going to go away nobody's going to really talk about it and they and that's what that's what they always depend on nobody's going to talk about it okay now let's go over some other shenanigans um john amos who is our daddy from you know it was before I, a lot of us before we were born but we watched it growing up later on in life the good times james evans james evans was america's dad yes i said what i meant for a long time i don't care they were back there was about a ghetto story or whatever norman you did the thing norman connor you did the thing he wrote a lot of shows dad the jeffersons are uh, all in the family this man was a stellar producer um i just loved him and loved the shows that he developed then john amos was the guy that played for those of you who you know were under a rock for probably the last 50 plus years <laughs> um was the father on um good times okay recently it's come out that his daughter has started a gofundme here we go y'all we just talked about this earlier in the, the the week about these damn gofundmes you know it needs to be regulated gofundme when are you going to regulate okay that being said let me let me move it along because we, we jam-packed with with topics and his daughter came out with a gofundme saying that her her dad was um a victim of elderly abuse and she wanted to start a GoFundMe so that she could, you know, get some assistance with helping him, okay, to, I guess, helping to fight the case or whatever. I, you know, get really tired of these rich people or these kids of of celebrities that's neat. And not saying the celebrities don't lose their money because we've seen many cases like that. Now, John Amos came out and accused his daughter of elderly abuse. Now, what the shenanigans is with this, the son was there with him in the hospital room the phone was on speaker and the phone was laying across his chest and i'm like uh okay so why is he there and it's almost like he was feeding him what to say and at one point you saw john amos like pointed like like tell me what say it again like what you want me to say he did that gesture so let me see if i can pull up a little bit of audio for you guys as a result of uh, anything that happened recently other than the fact that about a month ago i was hospitalized because uh i was suffering from um water retention water retention and that was the sign other issues all of which have been corrected or at least addressed i've i've very capable and uh, very confident in the doctors that i have here in the medical staff that my son has assembled around me so i feel really good about that well just kind of tell me what the issue is um what problems you're experiencing legally and what you would like us to do for you and then i can tell you what we can do we can't do and how long it'll take for our tourism okay i'm an 83 year old man and i have two children my son is here with me in the hospital in memphis he's at, he's at my bedside and I'm not in the hospital as a result of uh, anything that happened recently. Okay, so that's him. That's um, James Amos basically on the phone with the guy to see if it's anymore. My main issues are that I feel that I was, prior to entering the hospital, we, I had some ongoing issues with my daughter, who I feel has taken advantage of me, and she would be the primary uh, suspect if you would 
I don't know if that's the right term to use or not, but she's the one that I would attribute my elderly abuse to. And it's definitely a case of elderly abuse because, uh, as I said. Okay. Um, <sighs> now, this daughter had posted up a video of her playing Luther's Dance With My Father again, leading him out, and then started dancing, okay? She launched a GoFundMe and claimed he was a victim of elderly abuse and, fin and financial exploitation. Now, here's the deal. And this is what I feel. This is the shenanigans that we sit for the stern on tonight as far as John Amos. And I love Thelma. If you don't know who Thelma is, Bernadette um, Stannis, who played um, his daughter Thelma, has reached out and offered her assistance with helping him, which she is the bomb. You know, the guys used to be in love with her, and they still are. Every time you talk about good times, the guys always say, oh, Thelma. But here's what the shenanigans are. The son is there. Like I said, the phone is on his chest. He's on speaker. The, he's standing there talking about, oh, you know, and he's telling him what to say. He goes, water retention. And he goes, water retention. And like, okay, if you're 83 and you're in sound mind, you know why you're in the hospital. You know, uh, it feels to me like that financial exploitation and elderly, elderly abuse may in fact be coming from the son. That's the shenanigans. I don't think it's possibly the daughter. It might be the son. Maybe it's from the daughter and the son. Because he's, he, but he did come out and he said that she was lying about his health condition. He had no idea why she would start a GoFundMe. And then this was her response. Uh, I just saw that a TMZ story broke. Half of the story broke. Uh, there's definitely another side to that story. Um, so I'm alive here. Hello, everyone. I uh, see that a TMZ story broke, and um, unfortunately, it says some really like that I made this up, which is not true. And so I would invite TMZ to do some accurate reporting and check with the Colorado Bureau of Investigations to see if there is, in fact, a real case, because there is, and I am not crazy. So, um, Thank you, TMZ, for breaking the story, but I want you to report it accurately. And all due respect to um, my father's response, I understand that, hey, it's me again. Okay, um, so she was saying she understand it, but his response, but I guess she was basically saying that that's the point. He's being abused. He's being, you know, um, he's, he's being puppeted. Okay, someone is guiding him to say these things. But as she said, there was an investigation open with Colorado Division of Elderly Abuse. So we're going to keep an eye on this. So we're going to, you know, put prayers up really for um, John Amos because I don't like to see anything like this. But like I said, she might have a point because if you look at that and see this son standing there and guiding him with what to say, it does feel like there's some possible um abuse that is taking place okay so we're going to keep an eye on that story and hopefully he will be okay you know 83 years young and he's still hanging in there strong and we riding with you john amos and we love you you know we love you james damn 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 we don't need this to happen to you james so hopefully this gets worked out super stony dance shenanigans and let's check it out in colorado and, and whoever else 
that um is investigating this case, check out that son. I said what I meant. Check him out. Superstar. Okay. Now, last but not least, before we go into our final leg of the extended clip, of uh, the extended version of our sipper store session shenanigans before we head y'all out to the club. Um, let's get into, oh, do I want to do Scion now? No, let's get into the United Airlines debacle. Okay. It's been reported that some workers for the um, baggage claim department, okay, at United Airlines was arrested and charged for stealing weed out of people's luggage and selling it, okay? They were making upwards of $2,000 extra a week with this whole uh, conglomerate um, scheme, uh, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so United Airlines workers allegedly made $10,000 a week stealing weed from luggage, according to federal agents. Okay? Sip and stir. Let's just stop right there, sip and stir. <laughs> I freaking love it. Miami International, y'all on point. Y'all, y'all, y'all on, just, just, just know. Just know. You next. According to the New York Post, the Justice Department charged two baggage handlers on June 9th with conspiracy to distribute a, a controlled substance um, in their role of a, a alleged scheme. And I tell you, it's a scheme that Tommy to come with the bullshit. <laughs> All these damn schemes, okay? <laughs> okay. The um, employees, Joel Lamont Dunn, y'all know who that is, and Adrian Webb, allegedly enlisted at least three other airport workers to help them steal the cannabis loaded into 15 to 20 gallon trash bags and then put it in their personal vehicles according to court filings let's start right there that's the shenanigans right there what we always say over here class you do your dirt by your lonely that's simple stuff do your dirt by your motherfucking lonely why are you enlisting 100 people for you to go you better take that's, that's what's called craving you're craving and your blood clot greedy because it can't go into something you are still for yourself. So you want enlist three and four and five and six and ten blood clot people for coming and still so you can get more money, more money. Now all I want to go up prison. <laughs> that part. Okay. So prosecutors say that the scheme goes back to at least 2020 when y'all weren't paying a damn attention because it was in a pandemic. They were like, look. I don't know what they're doing, but I'm not going to go touch nobody. I'm not going to approach nobody. Let them go. Okay. When Dunn first approached another airline employee to join the operation, and that person is the one who ended up ratting and becoming a confidential source for the law enforcement. What I just told y'all last. What I just told y'all. Do you everybody lonely? Dunn allegedly paid the confidant sort the confident source $2,000 each shift for their help, adding up to $10,000 per week. Excuse me. I said $2,000. It was $10,000 a week because it was per shift, not even per week. So let's get this clear. The mom fluffer joined in with the scheme, then turned around and would become a rat, but your ass was making $10,000. This is the book. This is the, the, let's finish up. Let's finish up. Then we're going to talk about the shenanigans, okay? 
Oh my God. Don was the operations leader and Webb was the high, was the um, night hand man prosecutor's charge. On June 8, 2021, cameras captured Don Webb and other employees moving black trash bags out of the secure area of the airport, according to prosecutors. Later that day, Don and Webb were robbed at gunpoint at the SFO employee parking lot near the vehicles. The pair then reported the robbery. <laughs> reported the robbery to law enforcement, but did not mention that marijuana <laughs> to the police. Law enforcement confronted two of um, two of Dunn and Webb's unnamed accomplices in October 2022, and the unnamed people were carrying vacuum-sealed bags of marijuana that weighed a total of 30 pounds, according to the court filings. First of all, I want to know, how the hell y'all get weed on the airplane and flying it? That's how trafficking? Like, who are these people? Are these people that work for True Leaf and you're taking it to another state because you're going to re-up the dispensary? Uh, you are you licensed resellers or something? I'm just trying to figure out who this is. And y'all remember? I don't know if you might remember this. I'm not on TikTok. My kids are. It was some girls that were going on a girls trip, and it was six of them, and they were talking. They each had, I think, an ounce or something in their luggage, and they came on the TikTok and they said that they had come out of the airport and, and got in their little cars. They were, you know, going to take a little smoke break and realized none of them had their weed. All their weed was taken. So clearly, this has been going on. And I can tell you this much. And I'm not no snitch, but I'm going to just say Miami International, we got a problem uh, in the same damn Houston. Tip <laughs> I'm talking jewelry, things that I, from back in the day. That shit's been happening for the longest. But let's go to the real shenanigans of this all. One, you were enlisted to help them with the with the um scheme, with the operation, because this was a beautiful operation. I don't even want to call this a damn scheme. This was a beautiful operation. And you were making 10000 extra a week. You never thought once to take the 10000 and count it on joy. <laughs> Simple stuff. You never thought that this was a blessing from God for you to get to come up. I would have did that shit for two months. That's eight weeks. That's $80,000. Started me a business and said, you know what? I have found myself. I have found God. And I am getting out of this. But y'all take care. Or maybe they felt like if they got out of it, then the people will be after them because they were like, well, if you out of it, and you know, we're going to have to get you out of it. You feel me? Because you might go back and, re and report. But he had already been reported and stayed on as a confidential damn informant. So the whole time that you were paying this niggas, they probably, the, the FBI was like, you know what? You can have that money We because we don't want you. That's what they always do. We don't want you. We want the bigger guy. We want the leader. We don't even want you guys. Keep the money. Keep the money. And this is some old shenanigans. Who robbed y'all ass? How robbed y'all? How the police throw y'all in mention that weed? Simple sir. Later that day, it said, y'all were robbed near your vehicles. That was undercover agents that robbed your motherfucking ass. And they were waiting on you to report the robbery. And you did, like a dumbass. How are you stealing weed? And then you get robbed and you report the robbery. It's the shenanigans for me. It's the shenanigans for me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, guys, this wraps up our second leg of Sip and Stir Shenanigans, the extended version. We got one more round that won't get us down. So why don't you grab that drink, grab that snack, and make sure that you come on back for the conclusion of Sip and Stir Shenanigans. This is your girl, Hot D. Johns. It's the Hot D. Johns experience, and I love experience with you. See you on the other side of this quick break.
Peace. Get up by your foot, late again, he may not come when you walk, but I'm always a fall time, so roll up the smoke, la la, the weed too potent, so I had to call mama, tell her how much I love her for cooking them home products, when the bills will follow, cereal with the water, if Lord couldn't help us, we had a hand helper, when you want it done, right, you gotta get it for yourself, huh? it don't seem right being older than my uncle, some people call it ghetto, I prefer another level, but I'm about to board this plane, I can't wait to see your face and hear you say, Come on in, close the door, and feel the vibe. Let's go, Flames. Last leg, baby. Hey, and for my focus, Cali, they County, Broward County. Yo, I for the show. Roll up. Woo! Let's go. Happy God to spirit for your show. If you're on the drone, don't take the animal out. Oh. <laughs> Hey, all right, yo, all right, we are back for the final leg of the extended episode of Sip and Stir Saturday Shenanigans of the Hotly John's Experience Show, and I love experiencing with you guys. This has been an awesome, awesome show. These last two nights have been great. This is concluding my week of um the soft relaunch of the hot Johns experience and i just want to take this time to thank spotify to thank google Podcasts, to thank apple um, Podcasts, amazon music all the platforms but especially spotify for reaching out and advising that y'all been asking about me and y'all been missing my voice on this mic and i really appreciate it so i'm gonna try and make sure that i stay as consistent as possible so make sure that you stay consistent as possible and the way you can do that is like and share and most of all, subscribe to the Hot D. John's Experience so that you are notified every time I upload a new episode in case you can't catch me live on Spotify. Because, yes, I am live on Spotify and we are going to be having a consistent time. We are shooting for 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I know Cali Dallas, y'all been loving me and all my East Coast overnight workers, y'all been loving me. But, you know, I got to pit somewhere in the middle so that um, everyone can be able to enjoy the experience live here on Spotify. Even if you're at work and you work in the, the graveyard shift, you always can click play and listen to me, okay? And have you a nice time and help you get through it because I, I used to work, you know, the graveyard shift years ago. So I know how that is. And I know you can't sit up there and watch YouTube, but you can definitely listen. You know, they allow y'all to have your little earplugs in. So that's all good. 
go ahead, listen to your girl and follow your girl H O T D J O H N S on all platforms. That's Twitter, that's Facebook, that's YouTube, and especially on Instagram, where I post some inspirational messages to help you renew your soul, baby. Because yeah, we're sipping stony shenanigans, but we have to make sure that we do like we always say at the end of this podcast to keep God first. Okay, so here we are sipping and stirring some shenanigans. The last go round before y'all go to boogie on down because it is Juneteenth weekend. So I know y'all gonna be going out to the club if you're already in your in your car, plugging, listening in on the series. You know I'm getting you that vibe for you, and I'm gonna try to finish up these last couple of um sip and stir topics and give you a nice little you know a little jam for you to to get turned up so you can go in the club and have you a good time and make sure that you stay safe. Okay, so yeah. We are on the last leg, and you know, without further ado, let me go ahead and, and jump right on in. Stevie J has officially filed all legal documents needed to finalize the divorce from Faith. The shenanigans is, did you turn, did you return the Mercedes? Did you return the van, niggas? That's what, that's what we want to know. We don't give a damn about you filing the paperwork. We knew Faith was like, look, I've been filing my paperwork. I'm tired of this nigga. You know, Biggie been knocking, his spirit been knocking on my door, wake me up. I can't sleep at night because it motherfucker right here. Okay. So, you know, we, we, we want to know that you return the van. But, yeah, it is official. He has turned in all paperwork. And let's see if we can read up a little bit on this article before we move on to our next uh, <laughs> Simpson Shenanigan topic. He has filed the final documents um, of disclosure in a Los Angeles County court regarding his divorce with singer Faith Evans. This normally indicates that the case may soon be over. Furthermore, the documents filed by Stevie also serve as an acknowledgement that one party has submitted all legal and financial information for the other part, Evans, to review, meaning that Stevie is pretty much waiting on her to go ahead and do her part of the paperwork. The couple previously had issues regarding a car insurance incident where Stevie allegedly took Evans' Mercedes van to Coachella without her permission, which delayed the divorce process a bit. However, it seems the issue has been resolved and no statements from either party have been released, okay? So we say kudos to you, Faith. I really think the shenanigans of it all was for your ass to be married to this nigga in the first place because he was around y'all when you was married. But we already know you done been all on Uncensored on um, TV1 and in a lot of your your interviews, you let us know that you had the happy coochie, okay? Your, your coochie was very happy, and they used to do the hippity hop and never did stop. And, you know, it, uh, this time it ended up stopping on one of Biggie's closest friends and the God, the godfather of your children, Sip and Stern. <laughs> Karma has no expiration date, Faith. And I want you to have faith that you don't have to have a happy coochie no more. We are grown now. We don't have to do that. No, you, you know, we don't have to do that, Faith. We we can be intentional about getting real love. Shout out to you, Mary. We don't have to do that shit no more. You're not that little young teenage girl that was in the studio and driving your boy. It, it, we, we ain't gonna go into all of that. But the shenanigans of it all in the first place that you ever even did consider it. You was on the show and you were standing firm. You was being, you know, you was standing and having the courage of your conviction saying, hell no, Stevie, you ain't going to do me like that. I'm your friend. I, be, I see how you do these girls. The next thing you know, y'all had a whole TV show. You're doing the blended family thing. Then you, he's talking about y'all married and all of this. And then y'all had Jocelyn coming out talking about Bonnie Bella loves her. Yeah, because she was getting them regular checks. Sip and stir. That's what we want to know. Is the checks going to stop for Bonnie Bella? Because Bonnie Bella got some issues going on right now. 
And at this point, I think Stevie needs to be um, somebody need to take him full custody. Because I've seen some some comments talking about when he need to get full custody of Bonnie Bella. No, no, he don't. No, he don't. Somebody need to get full custody of his ass. Cause you around here stealing whole Mercedes Sprinter vans and taking your little young little jump off to Coachella and and. Ever since we know you, Stevie, we ain't seen you with your own car. Like I know you talk about the road it on TikTok, but can you get in a car that that say room room? <laughs> Sit the stir. Can you get your own car, Stevie? Stevie, what's going on? Why you don't have a car, Stevie? Why you always stealing cars, Stevie? We already heard from your girl. The, what what? You hurt me to the core. We already heard from Mimi when your ass was on the show. Then you was driving high Mercedes. And going to see Jocelyn. So I, I, I'm i trying to figure it out. Where are the Diddy checks for all that production? That, the, for the production company. You produced all that bad boy shit back in the 90s. It should be some residuals that y'all get. See, why we talking y'all shit about Diddy with his shenanigans. Where is the checks that Stevie Boy be, Stevie Boy be getting for producing all them songs? I said what I meant. Okay? So congratulations to Faith. Hopefully she will have faith in herself to not ever, 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 ever do no don't shit like that again in life. Okay. Now let's move it along. <laughs> let's move it along. Now we have next. Those of you who didn't get a chance to listen to the podcast earlier this week, make sure that you go back and check it. And we've covered this on our Monday night, uh, Mayweather Mayhem. And you know, county line madness, our Monday night madness, and we were talking about all of the craziness that was going on in Florida. So this is just a quick update on that story. There was the Florida police officer who was speeding and got pulled over by a fellow officer and decided his head was just gonna walk. He was like, "Oh, look here, bro, I'm going to work. What the fuck you mean? What you talking to me for?" And the man said, "Look, I need you say you see how I'm dressed. I'm on my way to work." He said, "Yeah, but you're doing 80 and the 45, so I- I'm trying to figure it out, officer." And he jumped back in his patrol car and sped off. Well, it has come, it's been reported that he actually was eventually arrested and he was charged with some, you know, several charges. He's been relieved of duties and he has posted a nine thousand dollar bond. Let's listen, let's get a quick little listen of what we went over earlier this week. Okay. Three one thirteen copy at ten fifty. 10 I got a city, uh, Orlando PD taking off from a traffic stop. Uh, it's going to be X ray box truck 6207, XF 6207. Confuse the stop. Okay. So that was the audio from when he started. We talked about this briefly on uh, Monday Night Madness. If you want to go back and check, Orlando police officer Alexander Shoney has been relieved of duty and is facing charges after getting into a heated confrontation with a Seminole County Sheriff's deputy over speeding. Um, Body cameras footage shows the moment that the officer was pulled over for speeding in a marked police SUV on June 6th. He was allegedly going 80 miles per hour in a zone where the speed limit was 45. And when he asked his, um, for his driver's license, Shoney responded no before getting back into his police vehicle and speeding off. <laughs> okay, so Shoney was um, later arrested and charged with misdemeanor crimes, including speeding, reckless driving, resisting an officer, and felony fleeing from law enforcement. And according to police records, 
he posted a $9,000 bond. So here's the deal. And these are the shenanigans of it all. I'm kind of glad that they did go ahead and they charged him and, you know, whoop-de-whoop and whoop-de-whoop. But at the end of the day, we see this happening all the time in Florida. I know I do. And I, I always say, you know what? I need to report his ass. I need to report his ass. So I'm telling all of y'all the shenanigans. This is shenanigans. If they pull them over and they pull off, yes. I wonder what happens if we report their ass. So now we got to stop policing the damn police. You know there's a law that we are citizens. We can do a citizen arrest. Y'all know that, right? I don't know if that still stands, but it stands for me. So we ain't got to arrest the ass. What we going to do is when we see the ass speeding, because they be trying me. I am known, unfortunately, I've had issues with speeding tickets back in the day. You know, the Lord has delivered me from that. I really haven't had the issue in a while thank you hello thank you lord but that being said if i'm doing 80 and your cat your ass catch me what you doing sip sir <laughs> what you doing if i'm doing 80 what you doing to catch me to give me the damn ticket so that being said the next time y'all see a speeding officer i want y'all ass to write down a patrol car and report his ass and then we want to see what happens in that instance because that's the real shenanigans. That's the real sip and stir. What's going to happen when citizens start reporting these speeding as a police officers? Okay, that's what that's the that's the sip, that's the coffee, and that's the stir. Okay, let's move it along. We got one more quickie before we get to the sticky, which is Zion Williams. So I know y'all been waiting all night. Y'all heard me mention it, so we're gonna we're gonna touch on that. Young Miami. Young Miami, baby. She said she is not here for the shenanigans. And this young lady obviously was for the shenanigans. This young lady by the name of Bay Impact Virgo's Groove Babies, she went into the DMs. This is a quick short story. And she stated to Miami, y'all be having threesomes. And Miami said, who be having threesomes? Who is y'all? She said, you... First of all, let me, let me back that up. Y'all be having threesomes. Miami, a.k.a. Carisha, says, who is y'all? You, Saucy, and Diddy. And she said, and she shows a screenshot that young Miami blocked you. Listen. <laughs> I'm going to be real careful with this one. Y'all know I love City Girls. Y'all know I love young Miami. Y'all know Auntie love y'all. I've all been riding with y'all on this platform. It is what it is. You do what you do. You don't already came out talking about, you know, you love, you know, splashing in the lady parts from time to time. You love splashing and piss from time to time. Okay, you know, you over there with Diddy. We know y'all doing it. Y'all done stole that song from that baby. We want y'all to play. Y'all acting bad, act right, and pay that girl for that damn song. Because I'm not going to play it on this platform knowing that y'all clearly stole the beat, stole the damn the hook, every damn thing. Pay that girl for her song. I said what I meant. Sip it, sir. Sip it, sir. So don't y'all be out here talking about that's the song of the summer and bad. No, y'all not. Nobody's acting bad until y'all act right and pay that damn girl for her song, okay? That's the shenanigans of it all. And you block the girl because do a hit dog holler? Do the hit dog holler. Because the question was, y'all be having threesomes? And she never said, we don't be having no threesomes. Because if that's your dude, we are, she, you should know what you're talking about. She said, who is y'all? Sip and stir. Who is y'all? <laughs> Before I answer this question, let me find out who you talk about first, because the answer might be yes, okay? But when the girl said, you did it in Santana, sauce, okay, sauce, the, the, you know, whatever, sauce, you hit the block. 
tip of stir. The question was, you saucy and did it. I probably, before, I probably would have blocked the two because she said she ain't with the shenanigans. She's not, you know, this, um, we go low, we go high. No, 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 no. I'm not going to have you go low. When you go low, I'm kicking your ass down in hell. That part. And this question has been coming up for the longest. So we all want to know, is this even true? And I get it. I get it. you like, I don't have time for the peasants. I'm not going to respond to that. Okay, but how long is it going to be before you have to actually respond to that, Carisha? Yes, I'm calling you Carisha. And I didn't agree with nobody talking, but you done came out with your podcast and got your, your award bought for you. So it is what it is. He had you put out Carisha, so now we can call you Carisha. When you said, I respected your, your, your wishes, and you said, young man, hey, I respected it. But that being said, why is this rumor still going around? And I know people can be messy. This could be a messy. This could be the shenanigans of it all is for real. That they are being messy. They are being messy. Okay. And they're going to always throw, you know, salt in the game, as we say down here in Florida. They're going to throw salt in the game. Okay. But you have to realize that a person that's telling you she getting that bag, she getting that check, she don't give a damn what y'all say. And this rumors have been going on about Diddy for years, way before her. Because remember, Diddy is in his 50s and Carisha, I believe, is in her late 20s. She don't even think she hit 30 yet. I'm not sure. But he, you know, she he got a good number on her. Okay. This is a definitely a made December romance. And it's cool. You know, Diddy does what he does. His parties be partying. You know, he be party partying. And you know, we know the rumors. We know we know the stories. We can get into that, but we won't. But this is a shenanigans. You know this. And me personally, you I feel like you're strong. You're strong as hell. Because I would I, I don't know. I don't know if I could turn down two hundred thousand dollars a month. I don't a quarter million or whatever your allowance is. And you know, the different cars. This card is for shopping, this card is for food, this card is for and going on vacation and, and side babies. And I don't know if I can handle that for the bag. That bag has a hole in it because as soon as you try to stand on something, you're going to fall through, boo. So, you know, just a little quick story. And we still want to know. The girl asked a good question. Babe, Virgo, here's cheers to you. And we simply start the shenanigans. And the question still remains. Y'all be having threesomes. <laughs> we the public want to inquire minds want to know. Okay. All right. So. Here we go for our top story of the night. I told y'all I was going to be discussing him before the end of the week. And, you know, DC on fire touched a little bit on, on Jackie, the Jackie O situation with the doctor on yesterday. So check out that. But I will be, you know, really going into that on another side of um, that topic with DC on fire. But I just, you know what? I'm old school. I'm Southern. And I'm Southern Caribbean, I should say. And I just feel like there's some respect that's due, especially when somebody dies, no matter what. I don't really want to touch on that. You want to give that person or that family time to grieve. And it's just a time for everything. And it's just not the time for me to really go into that topic. But we are going to design wills, okay? And then we're going to conclude our uh, sip and stir shenanigans and send y'all on y'all way, baby, to have y'all a good time. And y'all shake y'all ass for, for, shake y'all ass for Auntie D, okay? Shake y'all ass for Auntie Kiwi, okay? And be safe. But here's the deal. I, if, you, if you have not heard, there was a whole bunch of texts that was put out, that was posted, 
um, screenshots, of, you know, from Mariah Mills, who um, my dude tells me, you know, is this popular um, sex uh, a porn star. Okay, she's a porn star. If you look her up, a lot of the dudes know about her, but none of y'all probably could have got her because she usually go with the white people. I said what I meant. That is her clientele. You know, everybody has their clientele. Some of them was going to Mr. Marcus and, and Mr. Wonderful and Mr. Big and, and Magnificent and all this shit that um Candy used to have on um on um Real Housewives of Atlanta. But Mariah Mills was known or is known to have that clientele, you know, the high-end clientele, the white guys, which if you have those guys as your main clientele, girl, you were doing you were putting in work. You were doing some shit. You probably doing BCLA. You probably doing S and M. They they do all kind of crazy shit. That's why we you know when some of those screenshots that she posted about, oh, you had me spitting in your, you wanted me to spit in your mouth last week, and how you right now? You got this girl pregnant, and she's a low class sex worker because the girl he's with now, Akima, is a stripper or whatever. And she, they did this big gender reveal and she already has a child. You know, I think she's 10 years older than him as well. Mariah Mill is about 10 years older than him. Okay. So he's 22 years old. You, you know, he's in his prime. As we know, men reach their sexual peak at 18. So he's in his prime right now. You probably putting it in your life. And you as a porn star should have known what the deal was. Sip and stir. I don't know if I, if I got my ice on melted. Okay. I want y'all to sip and stir. Because... The, the thing to me is you're a porn star and this is not no dig at you. This is not to say anything is wrong with you, but this is your work. How you at work, you are punched in, you are on the track. You know what it is. You posted up a, the, the transfer of him sending you $20,000. You talked about him moving you to New Orleans and get, put you in a condo. He was already setting your ass up for the side. He was already letting you know. I can't wait till you come because when I get tired of this bitch over here, I'm going to come over there to that house that I'm paying for in, in my Ray Charles voice. The house that I pay for. Okay? In the words of, of um Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle. And yes, I know that should have been on the shenanigans, but baby, trust me, we're going we gonna to dedicate a whole show to that one. So with the 50-50 thing, yeah, we're going to dedicate a whole show to that. And we're going to have a special guest that's going to come in because it's not going to be me. It's going to be me in a male perspective. Okay? So that being said, you knew what it was as far as I'm concerned because you kept saying, I can't tell you these girls was going to set you up. I kept telling you, don't get caught up. So for those, reading those words alone tells me that you knew about Akima. Everybody knew about Akima because he always was showing Akima. Now that she gets pregnant, you're upset because your ass, instead of letting him spit in your other mouth, you let him spit in your verbal mouth. Sip and stuff. <laughs> You let them spit in your mouth, but you ain't let them spit in the right mouth for you to be able to get that right check. That means baby mama check. That means forever, ever. 18 years, 18 years, you got one of your kids. Got you for 18 years, but you did it wrong. You did it backwards. You let them spit in your mouth and not in your mouth if y'all get my trip. Okay, so all this shit popped up on social media and everybody started talking about Zion Williams and the porn star and Mariah Mills and oh, look at this and look at that. And oh, she should have known, which is true. She had a whole meltdown on social media. What are we going to do about this? And I, your friends told me you showed in a video and they said that you showed the girl your video because she probably was a part of the plot. Hell, who knows? But who cares? Because at the end of the day, you knew what it was. And for Zion to be 22 years old, he wins. 
You a 32 year old porn star. You have no kids. He pretty much was putting it in your life and in your mouth according to you. And he decided, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop these, you know, I'm going to drop this off and shooting up the club. He shot the club and opened up him a new venue. That baby had a big gender reveal. He had all the people there, all of his agents and managers and all his handlers, which I think y'all were mishandling. But, you know, that's another story for another day because that's a bunch of bullshit because somebody should have been around here circle and say, hey, bro, first of all, we need your fat ass to lose 50 pounds and get into shape because you haven't even been able to touch the floor for 50 games. But you around here touching whores and about to have a whole baby. And now New Orleans Pelicans is sitting around in the backdrop saying, well, what are we paying him for? To come over here to fuck the whores and pay porn stars and all that? Is that why we're giving us money? Because you got to remember, sir, you are the new slave. You are now officially their property. And they have paid and they have signed a contract and they pay for a service that you're not providing. And you have not provided since your ass was the first round pick. I said what I meant. The shenanigans of it all. So, here we go. When I saw that happen, I knew this was coming, and it has arrived. Zion Williamson's contract is no longer fully guaranteed by the Pelicans. Let's get into these shenanigans. Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans aren't on the best terms right now as the player is going through a rough moment in his career and also his personal life. It seems like everything has worked against him right now, and all he is getting is bad news. The New Orleans Pelicans are reportedly mad at Williamson and have considered trading him away, but according to Brian Winhurst, they made another decision regarding the player's fortune. I got to tell you, I don't think his value is that high right now. He has a contract that protects the Pelicans or whatever team from further injury. It's not foot. Listen to that shit. Injury, because you injuring them right now. Your ass always got a foot hurt, a toe bump, an elbow scratch, and your dumb ass, fat ass is sitting over on the sideline. They saying you can't get out here and work out, but you can work your dick out and have babies and, and touch all these damn porn stars and send money all over the damn place. Dummy. Okay. So it's not fully guaranteed, but obviously his value in January was not. He said, obviously, his value that you was. So yesterday's price ain't the day's price, motherfucker, but in the wrong way for your ass. Yesterday's price was higher. Today's price, we ready to give your ass away for the bargain. Hello? Simple insurance on shenanigans. Okay? Yesterday's price was not today's price. <laughs> your value in January was a lot higher than it is right now after another injury plague season. Okay? And Winhorse reported this to ESPN's Keyshawn, J. Will, and the Max Show. As Winhurst said, this is a way for the Pelicans to protect their interests. And if Zion fails, to meet their expectations, they have a way out of his deal. His five-year, here's another jackass. We talked about other jackass yesterday, John Morant. You know, these five-year, $200 million deals, y'all about to fuck it up for all of these guys. And yes, it's getting explicit. Y'all about to mess it up for all these guys that's coming into the league that are very good players that actually would earn and deserve that five-year, $200 million contract. They're giving it to y'all dumbass niggas and y'all around here doing the stupid shit and causing it to, to, to go to the wayside. Okay, five year, one ninety four point three million contract kicks in next season, and now he won't touch all of that money unless he clocks the minutes the Pelicans want from him. In other words, it's like when you're in college. Yeah, you made straight A's, but damn, your ass didn't show up for half of the semester. You will fail that semester because you did not clock the time. I don't give a damn that you know how to read and comprehend and do this work by yourself. Your ass need to be here so I can see that you are here or we're going to fail you and make you pay for another semester. This motherfucker is about to lose his contract, probably go to some ship to some 
goofy ass team that ain't even won two games last season and have to try to figure his way to get to on a rebuild. Wilson has shown that he can be a great player in the NBA. The former number one overall pick recorded 26 points, seven rebounds, and uh, yeah, that's great. Okay. And 4.6 assists in 29 games. He earned his first all-star nod, although his injury prevented him from playing. So you were voted to the all-star and your ass still couldn't play. Okay. So bottom line is after three seasons in the association, Williamson has averaged 25.8 points, seven rebounds, 3.6 assists, and he has the potential to market error in the NBA. But if his body keeps bothering him, the Pelicans will be better off moving him away and trying to build another player. In other words, bitch, we tired. The shenanigans. We tired of seeing your ass sitting around eating crawfish, beans, and damn rice and not being able to go and work out. We tired of hearing about your ass out here with all the porn stars and the whores and getting old braided and throwing big ass quadrillion dollar damn gender reveals, but your ass can't get on this court and play and run up and down down with your fellow players in practice. We are tired of your ass. So here you, here's the shenanigans, Zion Williamson. They're tired of your shenanigans. And it's time for you to sip and start on some motherfucking smoothies and jump your ass on the treadmill and lose that weight. Now, Akima, the shenanigans is, bitch, you thought you had the bag, but you might have a bus. You might have that bag that I was talking about earlier with the hole in it. So what we expect your dumb ass to do is what Black China did with Rob. Put that motherfucker on a regiment, hire you a private chef, have their ass making him some chicken breast, broccoli, and motherfucking salad. Because, baby, it's time to co collect on that 194.3. Because, see, you let him shoot up your club and spit in your va vaginal mouth for you to get that baby. Because you say, ooh, he got $200 million. I done told y'all, do the math. I told you last night about John Rand. Do the math. Okay? Well, that concludes... <laughs> Our night, our final part of the Hottie John Experience, Sip and Stir Saturday Shenanigans. Guys, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I love experiencing with you. Make sure that you share the podcast. Keep God first. Handle your business so your business don't handle you. It's been Hottie John Experience, and I love experience with you. Have a good time tonight, guys. And I'll see you on for Monday Night Madness. Y'all didn't think I was going to leave y'all like that, right? <laughs> Let's go ahead and leave y'all with a jam before we finish up for tonight. But once again, thank you so much. This has been a great end to the week. You know, you say, oh, she rushing off just like that. She rushed off just like that. No, I wasn't going to do y'all like that. I'm going to put my little tune on so y'all can jump, you know, bumps in the bump and all that good stuff. And um, we got to put on our theme song. Why not? We got to put on our theme song. And, you know, I'm going to do eye candy. And then we'll put on our little theme because we got to let them know that's our MO and then we'll definitely be out. But again, make sure that you follow your girl, Hot D. Johns, at H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, okay? Also, make sure that you guys are listening live on Spotify, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you can catch your girl live. And if you don't get to catch me live, if you subscribe... Just subscribe so they can see these numbers because I'll be having a lot of idioms on here and you see how some of these so-called creators, imitators that's always trying to steal my idioms and put them on their little YouTube channels and on their shows because these hoes don't think y'all know who created it. You feel me? So make sure that you're doing that as well, okay? Tell your DJs tonight, go ahead and celebrate our boy 
Tupac, okay? Make sure you celebrate Tupac's birthday for this weekend. It is Juneteenth weekend. Make sure that you're staying safe. If you are a drinker, make sure that you have a designated driver. Do not be out here drinking and driving. We, I have to put that disclaimer out there because we do sip and stir on these Saturday shenanigans. We do not promote drinking and driving. So make sure that if you've been sipping and stirring with us tonight for this last hour and a half, that you have a designated driver for you to go out and have you a safe time, okay? So without further ado, this one's for you, Candy Boo. I have to rep for the crib because it's Kiwi 305-954 Fun Show, a.k.a. Hot D. Johns. This is the Hot D. Johns Experience Show. It's your experience. It's my experience. It's our experience. It's the Hot D. Johns Experience. Let's go, Candy. Wait, she said I'm back and my ass got bigger. My ass got bigger, but I'm over here drinking water and shit, y'all. I'm trying to, you know, get something down, but my ass did get bigger. My face got clearer. You feel me? Jack Harlow, because you that nigga. We got to play our theme song before we get out of here, because my nail tech know how to keep a little secret. We stay 10 toes down in this shit. Hot and John's experience. I love experience with you. Good night, everybody. It's been a super star. Saturday shenanigans. See you Monday. Let's go. My nail tech knows how to keep a little secret. I don't wish for my success. I speak it. I caught a buzz and you did too. But you tweak it. I look like I've been getting money. How reeking. You smell me? That's LV. Walk around with my chest out and my skin smooth. I'm healthy. I'm in the mix. I'm handshaking. But most of y'all can't help me. Most of y'all ain't wealthy. Most of y'all just dressed like it. I caught the vibe that y'all giving off and I'm trying to make myself less like it. This chick got a little porch body. I might let the bro test drive it. It's hard for me to get excited. I love music. Get stressed by it. My city hauling, I'm co-signing this wave. Coming up next, stop it. Ryan Ryan in the shop, gonna hurt test it. Hanging both of my legs out it like what's up? I got steaks and they too hot. And I can't suck up. I like girls that's down to earth. So I'm, I'm not suck, suck up. up. Let's go. Throw so them L's, L's baby. Like Nine five four for show. Ten toes, that's my MO. Fam over gram, that's my MO. Fucking close friends, I got friends that I keep close and they let go while I reload. Like, hey, let's go. Tears and angels open my book bag, up my chain. King's back in his hometown when the wheels hit and I touch down, nigga. Cheap down low, three point stands. I'm back there doing jack dance. Here we go, let them know, I'm not a fashionista, but I'm fly, 